Good evening. How are you guys doing? I'm so glad I had some time to kind of jump in the group. And I really want to talk about different ways that we can monetize the book. So this, while this stream is good for anybody, anybody enrolled in any of the courses at Get Your Life Back Academy, I particularly made this video for those who are enrolled in how to create an ebook masterclass, how to create an ebook in 30 days masterclass. And I wanted to kind of go over different ways to create multiple streams of income with your book. And I do cover some of this in the class, you know, different ways to monetize your book or your ebook, but I kind of want to talk a little bit more about it as well, because I really want to get you excited and see the big picture. You know, um, I don't know how many of you are visionaries, but it's like a visionary can see something and maybe somebody else don't see the beauty of it or the big picture or how it can grow, how things can come to into fruition, how you can make it look beautiful and, and all kinds of stuff. You know, sometimes it could be something so small. It could be a rundown house. Somebody go, oh, that's a piece of trash. A visionary would say, get your life back, get your life back. But I see a mansion. I see a mini mansion because you already developing in your mind ways that you can beautify it you know and just make it look beautiful and transform it and maybe you have to tear half of it down and build it back up again i mean you see so beyond that and so that's the difference between a visionary person and a person who just kind of see stuff on the surface but they really don't have that type of or they don't tap into their imagination where they can see something greater than what's right in front of them so and I am a visionary by the fall, so <laughs> I'll see something, I hear something, but then I'll get a bigger picture of something else or how this can lead to this. That's just the way my mind works. So now you can imagine why I do what I do as a life purpose coach, helping other people see their strengths and how they can monetize themselves, how they can see themselves as a brand, how they can use their gifts to impact the world in such a positive and powerful way. There's greatness inside of you. And I have a tendency to kind of want to pull on that, you know, pull that out of people. And so that's what I do as a life purpose coach. So, you know, I had, and look, mental health counselor, what we do, encourage people, help people to try to enhance their quality of life, try to cope through certain situations and, and think positive and transform their mindsets so they can change their perspective of things, so they can challenge those negative core beliefs that tell them that they're nothing or they're unworthy or, you know, all that stuff that just eats away at you and it leaves you paralyzed and you won't tap into the greatness that's inside of you. So, all right. So anyway, I just gave it a gist of what I do um, in both of my uh, positions. But yeah, I want to talk about writing with a vision and making multiple streams of income with your book or ebook. So, and I might put this video in the in the uh, how to make a ebook, how to write an ebook in 30 days masterclass. I'll see, but I'm definitely going to have it up on YouTube so people can see it again. And I just want to spread the message out, right? So, writing a book with vision, writing with vision, creating multiple streams of income, seeing your book grow. You know, again, you may just see yourself writing a book, but I see you writing a book and a whole bunch of other things that we're going to talk about with that one idea, that one project that you put out into the world. So number one, with your ebook or book, some of you know this already, and maybe some of you don't know that people have been doing this, creating a blog, creating a blog, or if you already have a blog, creating multiple posts with different chapters in your book. So you can, you already have the content in your book. 
to create different blog posts that you can schedule to go out weekly or every other day. You can make interviews with it. You can have a discussion about it. You can invite other people and talk. You can really build up a topic. It could be something so simple, like what I'm doing now, writing with a vision and making multiple streams of income. A lot of people are teaching this, but not the way Cheryl does it, right? Not the exact way I do it with my tone, with my energy. So sometimes we think that certain areas are so saturated because, oh, everybody's talking about that already. But you having come with your energy, your experience, number one, that makes you different from everybody else. So you can take people on a path. You can share your story along with what you're informing people about. And that's what makes it different. So I don't want you to overthink things or think that there's no space for you. There's no room for you to show up. Yes, there is. Because if I was to think limited like that, I wouldn't do half of the stuff. I'd just be like, oh God, everybody's doing it. And I'll have those thoughts. I'm human. But I dismiss them. I dismantle them. Because I'm not going to allow those thoughts to paralyze me or make me give up and just say, forget it. You know, we all have, there's an audience for all of us. There's people who relate to us. There's people who are drawn toward us and how we are in our uniqueness. And so that's how we have to think. Everybody's not for you, just like you're not for everybody. And you don't flow with everybody. So everybody's not going to flow with you. So keep that in your mind. But yes, creating the blog post. I see people making a lot of money who's really focused on, you know, writing blogs. That's, it becomes part of their living. It becomes their living. Sometimes it's, it becomes a full-fledged business, and so the person becomes like a blogger. And let me tell you what, I'll, I'll give you a good example how people have taken blogs and monetized them. People are traveling. They have groups of people that get together. They have meetings and conferences. I'm talking about bloggers and vloggers. They have these annual conferences that get together and empower each other, give everybody tools, each other tools and strategies of how to monetize your blog. Everybody just exchange ideas. It's so awesome. I have watched videos online online of people who do this for a living i'm like wow this is a thing they travel people do tours some people are lifestyle bloggers they take their blog you know the content that they share sometimes is about traveling and you'll see them have pictures they post pictures and videos of them traveling so they thought of some creative ways to get people to be attracted to their blog and watch them and tune in like every other day or tune in every week and people expect you, your next blog. They're expecting you to write something else. But there's a couple of people that I follow and I look forward to their blog every week. I look forward to watching their vlog that they, when they come on YouTube, I get the notification. I'm like, oh, it's time for me to watch so-and-so and so-and-so because something about them um, entices me. I don't want to use the word enticing. I don't know, but you know what I mean. It, it's intriguing. And it holds my interest. I'm interested. I can relate to certain things. I'm learning something. So something you're getting out of it. You know, so I want you to think about that in terms of your book as well as your blog. Like I said, this book can be so many things and it can be a path and a catalyst to a whole lot of other things, opportunities, inventions, ideas that you haven't even thought of. This is why you always hear people say, show up first. Don't worry about the end yet. Just get out there with your idea with your whatever it is you're doing, you want to create, you want to develop, and just take it from there. And if you're a believer, you you put that thing out there and God will make it grow. Somebody will come along and water it. Next thing you know, you got something bigger than you ever thought <laughs> that you could even imagine, right? Okay. So another thing is I'm doing guest blogging and vlogging or podcasts. So you can either have your own podcast and have interviewers 
no, you're the interviewer. You can have interviews on your vlog, on your blog posts, because people do that too. You have contributors who can write on your blog about certain topics. So now it's just like um, Globe, Thrive Global, because I write, I'm a contributor, contributing writer for Thrive Global, as well as I was for um, Huffington Post. So they have like a blog session where contributors can see if they can sign up. First of all, you have to like do a, a sample post and they look at it and they determine if they will want you to be a contributor however often you want to write and that's why i think one thing i loved about it there's no deadline you don't have to write a post um at the same time all the time you don't have to have you don't have to have a structured schedule right but it is good to have some kind of consistency and that's how you grow and that's how you get more viewers to your blog your blog whatever that's on all platforms right even on social media when you post your um, images or your sayings or your memes, you know, you're trying to draw attention, you're trying to get interest, you're trying to build an audience. For those of you who are influencers, who, for those of you who are thought leaders, this is what you do. This is part of building up your team, your tribe or whatever. So, but you can do that with having guests come on your show and interviews. I do it on my podcast. I have people, I haven't even gotten to yet who want to be guests on my podcast. And I'm like, oh, Cause I'm trying to do a couple of things at one time. So what I've been doing is scheduling out like one or two per month for now. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to overwhelm myself because I know I have my hands in several things. They're all working together because one thing, these things help leverage my business, leverage the things that I'm doing. So everything go hand in hand because I share my podcast on my blog. I want y'all to hear me. I share my podcast on YouTube. I share them on my blog and I share a little bit sometime on Instagram so you know this way you have a broader audience you, or you can reach a broader audience and so you see how the thing keeps growing and growing and growing so you don't always have to um create new content what you're doing is repurposing the content so the same content you have okay give you a good example on my videos on youtube i have a paragraph or two about what i'm talking about so with that same content and hashtags I will copy and paste that into my blog and that's a blog post and I will copy and paste the video into the blog. So people who follow my blog, they get to see the same content. Guess what happens? I get more viewers to my YouTube doing that way as well. And I also get more, um, I can say subscribers, potential prescribers, or just people who already follow or subscribe to my blog. You know, I keep their interest. They look forward to. So now, when I started doing that, I get more feedback now. Now I get more comments. Before, it's like I didn't get too many comments. You know, I'll even ask questions. I was doing everything I've learned to do. Oh, sometime post a blog about a, uh, ask a question to try to get some feedback. And that didn't always happen. But the more consistent I did it, and I noticed that videos, because we live in an era where everybody's more visual now, that gets people attention. So... I've gained a lot of more followers ever since I started just using my YouTube videos as new blog posts. So that's just some ideas, right? There's so much more you can do with that. But again, have inter people love interviews, so that's why I mention it. They love to hear, because you know, sometimes you feel like, I don't want to be the only one talking on my podcast. It depends on what kind of, what kind of podcast you're doing. 
However, it is more interesting to have guests on your show or on your podcast, talk about a particular topic. Maybe you have an expert to share the expertise and you want to, and you're also learning because you can have somebody again, who specializes in a different area than what you specialize in. So it's like, you're also the learner, but you also want your audience to learn some things. People like that. And that makes people want to come back and tune in to your podcast. So it's good to have interviews and it's good for you to be guests on other people's podcasts, other people's blog posts, other people's videos. So again, it can start from you writing the book and then seeing a, world, a whole new world open up, especially for those of you who haven't finished writing a book or haven't written your first book yet. I want you to get excited because you probably might, you probably didn't think about uh, all this other stuff. You probably said, I want to write my book. I always wanted to write a book and that's it. And that's fine if that's all you really want to do. But some of you just think that way because you didn't know how much more you can expand, how you can make that book really grow and, and reach a broader audience and monetize it for yourself. Also, you can create a course. You can take your book, because you might have a good book, first of all, can be very informational, informative. Um, you can be teaching something, it could be educational, or just your story, even from your story, because people like stories. Even from testimonies, testimonials that you have. You can create dialogue, you can create content around chapters in your book. And you can create a course from that chapter. Again, especially if it's informative on a certain topic, you can break it down. You can take each chapter and use that as different segments for your course. Like if you're writing about, uh, I know health is so easy to go to because it's so much such an easy thing. And people are into it now. They're more health conscious now. They want to change their diet. They want to work out more. People are getting educated about finding workout routines that match their hormones and work with their hormones because all of us are different. So what worked for one person may not work for somebody else. And so we're getting more educated on these things. But you may want to write about a lifestyle change and what you did. Maybe your book is about how you change your life and you healthier today and you got more energy and stamina and you, you rest better at night, right? And then each chapter can be about that. A course can be how did you do this? And giving people, giving people strategies of what they can do to gain more energy, to increase their energy, to rest more. Maybe you got tips and tools that people need to know. That can be one segment in your course before you move to the next one. So you can break it down. So it's like you, you're giving yourself a foundation to build something else. You can always go back and build on that. So that's what your book is. It's like a foundation for a whole lot of other buildings. <laughs> I want you to visualize that, right? So you can create a course. You can create a series. You can create workbooks. So I know in my first book, I had said I may do a workbook with it, but I think I'm going to do that with my next book that I'm writing because a workbook would fit more um, because it's more educational and informative. The first one was more of my testimony and, and inspirational. This book is going to have a lot of stuff that's going to help people. Uh, it's more like coaching people in a particular area in a particular situation. So a workbook would be appropriate to go with the book that I'm writing, one of the books that I'm writing now. So you can create a workbook from the book you have already written. Sometimes people write both. You have the regular your regular book or ebook, then you create a workbook to go along with it because maybe there's some, you know, people like to write now, take down notes, whatever. It can be digital where they can download it, they can print it out. 
they can make it fillable and they can type it in online or they can print it out and write it in and have a you know paperback copy however this all started with your book and so i want you to think about that and you can create a series i talked about a series for a series of stories you know you start with one uh one chapter no no not one chapter maybe one or two topics on something and then the next series will be on the next topic but everything has to do with the same um what, what can i say title of the book title topic subject of the book but you're creating a series so what you're doing is taking people on a journey on a path in each series it's like movie series right every week you tune in for the next episode <laughs> so you can do that you can create a web series from a book Yes, you can, because it depends on the type of book you're writing. Even if you're writing about a story, what if you want to act it out? What if you want to create skits? Some of you are multi-talented and you don't even know it, or you know it, but you never, maybe never had an avenue or access to whatever, but now you can create your own stuff. YouTube is wonderful for stuff like that. People have little mini web series. People have three, four, and five-part web series, and that's it. Not a lot, because people's concentration level is much lower today. So sometimes, depending on what your content is, to hold people's attention, people like short readings, people like short web series, you know, and like I said, depending on how long it is, a web series can be from a three-part to a eight and ten-part web series on a particular story, on a path that you've taken people and you want to show them something. And so you can take your book, a couple of chapters to create one uh, part of the series and you can do the same thing for next. Maybe each one have three chapters in it. I'm just, I'm just giving you some ideas. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> so for those of you who are visual, for those of you who have, who are in performing arts, you're very artistic. You, you know, this may be good for you because now you can see why I can act this out. I can show people my journey. That would be awesome. I just thought about that. It's like the series, yes, but you can have your book and the series together. I'm sure somebody did this, but I'm saying, I'm just thinking about it now. That would be so awesome because they, although they're reading your story and then you have some, some, uh, a web series so they can visualize it with the book. And one thing about me, because I'm a visual person, when I read, I visualize and try to imagine what's going on when I'm reading the story, I'm, I'm trying to see the background. The, I'm trying to pick up the tone of the people. I mean, I really get into it when I get into it. So a web series would be also awesome to follow up with the book. Maybe you might do both together, but I want you to get that. The first, I want you to get the book out. <laughs> another thing you can create is you can include your book in another offer or upsell. So, you know, like you go to the store, especially department stores. And you know when you're at the counter, and I'm thinking now of Burlington, Ross, for those of you who shop at those stores, or Marshalls, or TJ Maxx, any department store, even Walmart. And you get to that counter, and you're waiting online, but they got all this other stuff up there, and you start looking like, wow, I might want to buy something else. And they try to have things that people would like. And sometimes it's little nicks and knacks things, you know, things that's like, oh my God, I need that. Like batteries. People, we always need batteries, pens, all kinds of things be at the counter, right? Snacks. Because <laughs> and you wait, the longer you wait online, you really start like, you know what? I'm, I might end up buying something. That's what, of course, that's what an upsell is. So you can do that with your book. You can have one, uh, a project or a product. That's what I was trying to say. You may be selling one product, but then and while you're selling that product, you can talk about your book. 
And you see it all the time. We all, it's, it's a psychological thing because they know, you know, upsells, a lot of times the psychological part comes in is because the person is thinking about, okay, while people, somebody had to design this, right? You're in line. You want to get people's interest. You want to, you want to sell more products. So, you know, by putting stuff on a line or in line, people are going to start looking around and they may start thinking about buying something else. This is all mapped out. You know, so it's not just happenstance. It's all planned. So psychology is used in so many different aspects of our lives, business, a whole lot of feet, right? Different fields. And so think about your book that way. You may have a, a you may be promoting a conference or some kind of event. And while you're doing that, you may promote your book. Sometimes when you go on people's funnels, like you, you signing up, say for this, say I was doing a workshop here. This was like a webinar. And when you're signing, when you're signing up to join the webinar at the end, I may show my book like, oh, if, especially if it's relevant material, re relevant content, I may introduce my book too. Guess what? I got you in the webinar, but also you bought the book. Now, it's all about bringing value to people, not just selling stuff to people just to make money. We, to be integral and to be someone who really cares about people, and I'm a person who I know I'm created to serve, I want to create something that's going to give value to you. So I'm just not going to sell you something just to sell it. If I feel that this book is going to help you in addition to A, B, C, and D, then it's like, why not offer this to you? I don't know who lied. You know how many lied people told me their lives was touched by reading my first book, Let Me Out? I remember, I'll never forget my the first testimony I heard was a wife who was going to leave her husband. And she read my book and she said her book, this came through her pastor. He told me that this book saved her because she was going to leave I didn't, I would never thought <laughs> that my book would have did that. I just wanted to inspire people, let out their greatness, you know, overcome some trauma and things they've been in their lives and, and heal from past situations so they can live a more, a more purposeful and meaningful life. Who knew that it was going to have that much of an impact? So again, it's stuff that you know is going to help people at the same time. You also serving yourself. This is why people get into business. You know, they get into business. First of all, it's something they know. They're they meeting a need. They, or they're solving a problem. Or, or they, they worked out. They came up with solutions to some, some problem as society. Things that people maybe battle with or deal with. And say, you know what? I'm going to go full-time with this. But in order for them to survive, they got to make money to sustain their own household. That's what business is. You're in the business to make money. If you're in the business to give away, then it just become a hobby. And if you want to do a create a hobby, that's fine. If you want to create a nonprofit, that's fine. But even with a nonprofit, you have to sustain yourself. So you have to find ways to raise enough, to get enough income and donations to first of all run the nonprofit. It takes money to do that, and then you have to give yourself money to your household to pay your bills, especially if that's your full time thing. And that's keeping it real. Another way, well, I went a whole different, almost a different way, right? Another way to monetize your book is to create workshops based on your book. Again, almost like a rep web series or a blog post. You can take specific topics and areas you think you feel you can teach people a certain method of doing something, right? Or a mindset thing. Or your book can be about how to grow a business. And you want to do a workshop on, let me teach you uh, the foundation for building a business maybe financial literacy, whatever it is. 
you can create a workshop from that book. And that book is what you will use maybe as the workbook because people can read the chapters along with it or yeah, yeah, keep your book, but also that workbook to go along with it. And that can be a breakout session just on some topics out of your book. So that's why I call it writing with vision because while you're writing a book and if you want to do, if you're already thinking ahead of the things I'm talking about, you're already thinking about, wow, this can be a workshop. I can talk about this. Another thing is speaking engagements, right? Something you can talk about your book. We see people do it all the time. They travel and they share their story. Powerful story. They know it's going to touch people's lives. People can make a living, as you know, off of being a speaker, public speaker. Thousands of dollars from a book. From a book, from an idea, from a a signature talk that they have, something that they're passionate about and they talk about all of the time, that becomes your signature speech where people invite you to speak on that topic because they know that either you specialize in it or your story is so compelling and so powerful, they want to hear it. They want to hear it and they invite you to speak and talk about it. So a lot of times, again, you're repurposing content. A lot of people who speak and travel around the world, sometimes they're sharing that same story. And so that makes it easy. You're not always trying to come up with new content. What you do do <laughs> is maybe add to what you're talking about. You may change it around a little bit. One time you may speak about the same thing, but it may be more humorous with this group. So all depends on the setting. But what I'm saying is you have the foundation for all of this. And am I finished? Let me see. I am. Yep, that was it. I had my little eight strategies <laughs> or eight tips and ways that you can create multiple streams of income or monetize your book with so many things. So writing with vision is so important. Now, again, if you just want to write a book just to put it out there, but even if you're thinking about, I want to reach certain people, this book can be a help to somebody, that's fine. But I'm just trying to get some of you who want to expand your mind. This is the time to do it big. You know, think bigger than you did before. You know, things are different now. You Like you're allowed, you have, matter of fact, I won't even say you have permission. You're giving yourself permission to do these things. You're not waiting for someone to validate your idea. Only person you need to validate your idea is God. You can ask him about it. God, what you think about this? Sometimes God will drop something in your spirit. And you're like, you know what? This is a God idea. I'm moving on this. You feel it so strong. You have to do it. You eat it. You sleep it. You think it. You dream it. <laughs> and so you can't even let it go until you get it out there. I know when I got something so strong in me, it's like, I have to do this. I have to create this. And I don't move from it until I get it done. That's a good thing, right? It's not being stubborn. It's being consistent. It's being diligent. Um, steadfast. Uh, I don't want to say loyal. But that can fit in there too. But it's like you are dedicated to that thing. You dedicated to it. You are focused. And, and you need all of that when you're trying to get something done. When you want to accomplish a goal, you have to be that way. You have to tighten up and discipline yourself and just do the darn thing like they say. Anyway, I hope this was helpful to somebody, inspiring. So as you write your book, especially for those who are enrolled in my How to Write an eBook in 30 Days Masterclass, um, I want you to really think bigger about this. Set yourself up, position yourself to do all of the things I talked about 
with that book. I'm telling you. And I didn't even mention another one is when you start to collaborate with other people. Mm -hmm. And that happens with the blog, the podcast, speaking, doing um, virtual tours with your book. You know, people doing virtual tours now. And that's even more popular now because, you know, we're in quarantine and we can't be out and about as much as we used to be. And we got to practice social distancing. So people have already been doing virtual tours with their book. And a virtual tour can look like you being a guest on somebody's blog or podcast talking about your book. It's all virtual. So everything is online, basically. Instead of going to the local bookstore you're doing it online. People have you on their radio show. People have you on their whatever type of show that they have. YouTube channel. Everything. You are promoting your book. So that's another way of making money. So I would say that's nine tips, right? Another way of making money with your book. So anyway, I hope this was helpful to somebody. I'm going to create another probably rendition of this and upload it to YouTube and have it for that audience as well. Anyway, I hope you guys have a good evening. Bye-bye.